If all these stories have you wanting to go on your own adventure and you don't want to spend a ton of money and you don't want to take a ton of time away from work and family, I highly encourage you to check out Lost Travel Company. They do trips all over the country, everything from biking to rafting to kayaking, hiking, etc. And on each trip, there's an official start line and an official finish line, but getting between locations is totally up to you. However you want to do it, however you want to carry your gear, it's a total free-for-all in between. And, and, and it is a group trip, but they're very small groups. Uh, so you get to know people, but you can also easily practice social distancing. So a lot of the trips are still happening. And like I said, uh, they're very affordable, very easy to get out and go do because they have figured out a lot of the logistics for you, but it still leaves so much room for adventure to happen. And with each trip, they give back 5% of the total trip as a donation to the area where the trip is happening. So if you'd like to find out more, go to lost.travel and use the code ADVENTUREsports for 10% off any of the trips listed. This is the Adventure Sports Podcast, where we hear stories of adventure from every corner of the planet. We interview all sorts of folks who are using their sport to explore the world around them and give you the inspiration you need to get out there and have some fun. Hey, everybody. Hope you're having a great week. Uh, this episode is from uh, my other show, Without Compromise. If you don't know, I'm still out on the road. We're doing like a five-week bike tour across America, and uh, I am been gracious enough to be leading the trip and doing the coordinating, doing a lot of the driving, but I do have an, a partner, Nick, who is also helping with a lot of that, and he's he's been great. So we are handling it together, but we have riders that we're supporting all the way across the U.S., so currently coming at you from Nevada and as you can imagine it's just a lot of work and I'm not able to do the interviews like I normally am for this show so this is actually this whole episode is an interview of one of the riders that did a part of the country for us so I'm going to talk to uh, Julie about just her experience with the ride um, kind of some things she's learned in the process leading up to it. Uh, you know, 2020 has obviously been crazy and we planned this trip like six months ago. So obviously the plans have all changed and everything. And the plans have even changed while we've been on the trip because we've had incidents happen while we're out here. So you just get kind of a fresh look of the trip from her. Um, but if you don't know, I work for athletic brewing during the day. And so this trip is all through them and we're going from one of our brewery, our first brewery in Connecticut to our West coast brewery in San Diego. So we're about four or five days from the end. So it's getting close. Uh, things are going to be kind of back to normal once I get back home and, uh, start producing episodes uh, as normal. So, um, yeah, until then, keep having fun, keep getting out there, adventuring, and enjoy this perspective from actually being out on the road on an adventure. I get to talk about adventure a lot, but, uh, you know, it's kind of funny how rare I actually get to go on one. So I hope you enjoy, and uh, yeah, please leave any feedback, send me an email or something, uh, mason at adventuresportspodcast.com. Thanks for listening, by the way, and uh, yeah, enjoy.
All right, folks, today we're coming at you from uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming with uh, Julie Engler. It's Engler, right? Engler, I don't think I've yep. ever said your last name out loud. Okay, cool. Julie, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's awesome to be here. Yeah, and so you're, you're doing the, the coast-to-coast ride, and uh, you know we announced that there were some changes to it due to some some people being mean. And also the smoke, lots of wildfire smoke. So so how's the last two days been? I mean, if you could sum it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely been a challenge to figure out where to go. Um, you know, Wyoming's, it's got a lot of open spaces, but not a lot of open spaces with bike paths. Um, and then dodging the smoke is a, an added challenge. So, but I think we've done pretty good. Yeah, we have. We, we've been able, or you have, honestly, you and your boyfriend, uh, Josh, have been able to really crank out some awesome miles in some beautiful places. But, uh, you know, for folks that don't know, you're an ambassador for us. And if you don't mind, I'd love to go kind of all the way back. Cheyenne is not your original home. Where Where are you originally from? Actually, I know that because <laughs> I have... Oh, there's the bottle. bottle. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this is crazy. I'm from Freeport, Illinois, which is a small town in uh, northwest Illinois. It's about 25,000 people. And I was blown away when Mason found this bottle that he posted about on Instagram. (laughs) And I was like, there is no way. And there it is. (laughs) It's so crazy. Just picking up trash and there was this bottle, this super old bottle just sticking out of the dirt. Posted a picture of it and Julie's like, that's my hometown. (laughs) I'm like, there is no way. It is so, it is a small town, like you said. That is, it was meant to be. It was meant to be for you to be out here. Yeah, that's kind of what I felt. I was like, man, this, this, they're coming my way. And uh, this is a sign that I was supposed to be on this journey. So, oh, man. So, so how, how did you end up in Cheyenne from, uh, from Illinois? Uh, well, I was living, I moved from Northern Illinois to Southern Illinois, where I went down to Southern Illinois University in Carbondale for school. Okay. And I graduated there and actually moved back up home for a little bit. And I got a job back in Carbondale, which was, which was cool. I love the area. So I was having a fun time down there. But then I got uh, just kind of wanted to change a pace. I was in journalism and it's kind of hard to find a journalism job. You kind of have to go to the smaller towns because the bigger newspapers are, are struggling financially. Mm. So I was kind of looking at little, little places in, you know, all around and I saw Cheyenne and I like Fort Collins and it was close. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to apply. And I got an interview. I came out and got the job. And then I moved out and like a week later. <laughs> <laughs> Had you ever been to Cheyenne before? Never been to Cheyenne before. Oh my gosh. And you just, I love it. And that's, that's kind of what it takes to be out here doing this, you know? It does. You, you know, it was an adventure. And <laughs> well, so. you know, when we, when we started putting this trip together, it was like very obvious that you'd had experience in the Rockies and lived so close. So it was like, Julie's got to come do that part. And so I was so happy to have you join. So, so what made you want to join this crazy coast to coast adventure? What, what, you know what I mean? Was it, was there hesitation? What, what was the thought process for you? There definitely was because I didn't know if I could actually do any of the parts that were, you know, not claimed yet. Mm-hmm. I think there were like the Nebraska one, this, the one that I picked and then like another one that was, I think, I don't even know. I think there might've only been two actually. And I was like, I don't know if I can do that much climbing, but, um, so I kind of sat on it for a few days and I was like, Gosh, if I like say I'm gonna do it and then I can't do it, how bad would that be? But I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to do it. <laughs> and so, you know, I said yes. And we talked about it. And then I just like started training like oh my hardcore. Like I really like like four or five days a week. And it was um, it was a lot of training. I'm kind of sick Jeez. of my bike right now. But I like feel like I would have crushed it, you know. I know. But, and it's so unfortunate that we had to change it. But, e- but even if we hadn't changed it for the first reason, which was the accident, I mean, the spoke here is so bad. Yeah. So that's, I mean, there's been so many, so many hurdles in this adventure from Mother Nature, honestly, from Mother Nature mostly, of just from wind to storms to hurricanes and tornadoes to now, the whole West is just honestly on fire in the last few weeks. And so that's a huge bummer. But like you said, it's kind of the the year for it to happen. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know what? And and it's, you know, we, we even didn't have any plans up until like 24 hours before we were riding. So mm-hmm. it's it's been a challenge, but you know what? I think we've done <laughs> we've done a really good job with what we have. We the smoke changes on a hourly basis. Yep. And that's really the best you can do. Yeah. Are you the type of person that typically operates like this or, or are you a planner? I like to have things scheduled. <laughs> yeah. So this year has been rough um, just in general, but I kind of have it in the back of my mind. Like I'm just saying like, okay, well, this is what's planned, but that's probably going to change. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's been hard for folks like you in your position, huh? It has. This year's been uh, a test for sure, but what do you think you've learned in 2020 so so far? I mean, it's not over yet, so <laughs> it really isn't. Oh man, yeah, I I really learned a lot about myself and like the people close to me. Like it's really been um, you know, you kind of I, what's the phrase when you see like like challenge or adversity brings out you know true character, mm-hmm. and it's absolutely true. Like there's some people who have just drove me nuts but then there's you know you're you've got your friends who are there with you trying to make it work you know we've had a few a few birthday parties trying to like celebrate Mm -hmm. but then we're all social distanced and you know just trying to like make the best of the situation but still keep in touch and you know everyone's just it's so cool to see everyone support you Mm -hmm. like everyone has their own little thing that they're doing i have a friend who was training for his first marathon that got canceled and he crushed it like wow he went and ran it by himself no way yeah like oh wow you know and just it's one story after another like that and how can you not be inspired by stuff like that just to you know have the whole world just say no and then you just say yes (laughs) wow no that's a great way to put it yeah The, the whole world yeah saying no and you know, you, you don't need this huge event planned out and scheduled to say, I, I'm going to join this marathon on this day. You really can just do it for yourself. And, and I mean, there's 26 miles of road pretty much anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world. <laughs> yeah. So you can go do that. Yep. That's, a, that, that's a good reflection. Jeez. And so speaking of impact and speaking of making a difference, uh, you decided to do your segment of this ride for a trail organization. Can Can you talk about that? Like who it is and and why you decided to do that? Yeah, I picked uh, Wyoming Pathways. They do a lot of the trails throughout Wyoming. Mm -hmm. Um, I think one of their big projects is um, one that goes through the Tetons. 
So they do a lot of like really good work for the state. And one of the cool projects that they just launched is they acquired a a bunch of land um, east of Laramie. And so this new trail project is going to connect the Happy Jack area kind of with the city of Laramie and then kind of throughout um, this whole like little corner of Wyoming. And we're all just really excited about what it's going to be. And so, yeah, I picked that because they were struggling. Coronavirus really did kind Mm of hurt that project. And I thought, what better way to keep it going than to, you know, put some effort into, um, you know, telling people about it, trying to get some more funding for it. And so far, we've got 1000 bucks, which is amazing, way more than I ever thought. And uh, hopefully, if we can get some more before the ride's over, and I'm super excited about it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So have we ridden any of their paths on this ride or no? No, it's very, um, I mean, you can hike and um, mountain bike, but yeah. it's not really kind of like something you'd want to take a cross bike on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you'd probably have a hard time, but <laughs> I mean, I guess you could if you were really skilled, but I am definitely not. So. You're not. <laughs> well, you can ride really far. We've uh, we've learned that in the last two days. Yeah, I can but... go straight in one okay. direction. <laughs> and then turn around and come exactly, back. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. No, that's really incredible. So, you know, we, we, we there were so many things with this trip that were like, let's try this. What if we do this? And so it was um, two for the trails is our program with, with the brewery. And we just wanted to kind of extend that. But originally we thought it was a weird connection because the trip was all on road, which is, you know, technically not a trail. And so when it jumped to more gravel based, uh, it was really cool that you had already had this in place. And yeah, like you said, almost like pretty quickly raised a thousand dollars. Yeah, which is you know, for trail building goes a long way. That's really so. Were you kind of surprised by the support? Yeah, I honestly was like really overwhelmed by it. I um, I'm still kind of overwhelmed by it. I don't know. I don't really know what to say. It's it's awesome. It's so cool to see people supporting you know these areas because it is ours. You know, it's it's our state. It's our land. It's our country and you know, these allow us to get out there and enjoy it because some, you know, you can't go everywhere. <laughs> the wilderness is a little, is a little rugged out here. So having mm. a nice trail to go through it just makes it so much better. It, it is your way to experience it. Without that, you really can't, safely, most people can't get out there. Yeah. <laughs> so it does make it more accessible for more people. That is incredible. And so, yeah, well, I know we're all proud at Athletic Brewing for you just taking that on yourself, connecting with, you know, news outlets out here and getting getting the word, you know, out there and spreading the message and helping make the outdoors more accessible. Um, we've, we've learned how important that is just on this trip, just because so many things get in your way. There just ends up not being that many options out there where there should be. So yeah, so 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 we mentioned this a little bit earlier in the show. What, what have you? What's the last two days been like? Have Have you been satisfied with the miles? With uh, you did a really crazy uh, adventure yesterday. Talk about that. <laughs> yeah, we did. So we decided to do a hundred miles on the Cheyenne Greenway, which is, you know, it's a it's a pedestrian path, so it's not like specifically for bikes or anything. Um, but we were actually surprised with with how extensive it was throughout Cheyenne. There were a lot of places I have never been to before in my own town, which was kind of crazy, but um, it was five laps, this route that we picked out. And 
Um, you know, it was a little slow. We had to dodge people and kids and some traffic because there's not a perfect loop connection. Um, but I think that was the first time anyone's ever done 100 miles on the Greenway. So it was a, it was, it was a record setter, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Rec- what, what did you get? What was the, the, the award level that you got on Strava? Oh yeah, the local legend. I got. I think I got like two local legends, two Queen of the Mountains. Uh, I think that was it. But yeah, that was it. Wow, huh? that's it. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. It was really funny, and yeah, two thousand. We did not know that we were climbing two thousand two hundred feet, and we were just like, "Whoa, yeah, that's weird." <laughs> yeah, in the town of Cheyenne, climbing climbing mountains over here. <laughs> First ever, first ever Cheyenne Greenway. Cheyenne Greenway Century, Century 2020. It's going to have to be an annual thing. I was talking, to, we were talking about that, making it like a, just a fun thing to do with friends every year. We'll see. We'll see if it catches on. <laughs> That's too cool. So, so what about today? What was today like? What did we do? Today we went out to the Medicine Bow Rail Trail. Um, it's out in the Medicine Bow Mountains, east, west west of Laramie, Hmm. I guess west, south, a little south too. Um, And it's a rail trail that was, it's it's pretty new. And we'd been talking about going out there for a while, but it's uh, 20 miles from end to end. And really cool. You just so many animals and we saw so many um, moose and deer and little squirrels. And (laughs) it it was really cool. Very, very wild area. We didn't have service out there. Yeah, we did not. And not gonna lie, it was pretty awesome. Just to not to not have an excuse, that to have that like a real excuse, like, hey, I'm just gonna go ride with y'all, or we're gonna go for a hike. Like Nick and I, Nick went into the woods and read a book. I went on a little walk, and it was like, yeah, we we can't do anything else because we're here to be with y'all and support y'all, and we don't have service, so. Thanks for taking us out there. <laughs> yeah, no, that was nice. It was like eight hours of not getting a notification that I got a work email, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was really nice. Gosh, we need that every once in a while. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, it wasn't, you know, too remote. So you mm-hmm. didn't feel like worried about it. it yep, that's a you good know? way to put so it. So it's, and there's, you know, I I kind of, I'm not really an outdoorsy adventure person, so that kind of stuff scares me. Just being in a place where there's nothing, you know, yeah. it's kind of, you know, I'm not used to that. People who grew up here are probably more used to it than I am, but I think that still gets me. Like, even being here for, like, nine years, it's still, like, you can drive 30 miles and there's absolutely nothing but, like, cows. Like, that's it. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's it's so kind of terrifying. Does that freak you out? It does. Yeah, yeah, it totally freaks me out. Oh, man, that's interesting. What, what about it? Just just if something happens, there's nothing. Yeah, oh. you're just like, what would I do if I got a flat tire, you know? Or Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so did, where you grew up was not like that then? No, you'd get a town like every 10, 15 miles. Okay. Like the country was the country, but it was, you know, lots of farmhouses and, uh, you know, rolling hills and cornfields and just lots of little towns like here and there you drive five five miles this way and there was a town you drive five miles that way there was a town you know like it's yeah. it's definitely not like here where i think there's like 100 200 miles between towns sometimes or or there's a town and it's like one house <laughs> <laughs> or, like, or a closed gas station or something yeah, yeah. it's crazy <laughs> way different but but also that's the you know the appeal that's the wyoming 
appeal is that there's space for you, you know? Wyoming is, yeah, the least populated state. And it's huge. (laughs) So there's a lot of space. It was not a state that was originally on the plan to to hit, you know, on this trip. And honestly, we've hit like four or five states that weren't planned just because that's where there are long trails. And not going to lie, I've really been happy with these detours. Medicine Bow, I've never been there. Actually, I've been there once, but not much, just like right over the Colorado border. But seeing it today from that trail was just incredible. So, Oh, yeah, it's gorgeous out yeah. there. Thanks for taking us out there. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so so tomorrow we're finishing up. And what, what are we doing tomorrow? What was the plan? We we're hoping to go to Fort Collins. But, you know, like I said, the smoke and pollution and all that stuff changes daily. Um, it's a little scary to think about riding when... You know, it's hard to breathe. So we're just kind of trying to, we're hoping to go there. But, you know, if we have to change it again, I guess we'll we'll know tomorrow morning. So, um, you know, just hope for the best and <laughs> be ready to, to go somewhere else if we have to. I think, you know, if, if we have to ride around the Greenway again, we're going to do it. So. All right. Hey, I love the dedication. <laughs> we're doing Is it. Is that not, <laughs> that, that you have this like. This is just so not your your mo, is it? Most of the time, no, no, absolutely <laughs> I not. I can like but see it in your eyes. It's I don't know. It's at some point you're just like, it's just kind of fun, mm. but it's just just like so off off point that you're just like, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, let's just let's do it. We're doing it. You know what I mean? Like you just got to make the best of it. It absolutely. You could be in a much much worse situation, and so just. Being here, riding, sharing athletic with the Cheyenne community is like way more than I could have ever hoped for even, you know, like you guys weren't even supposed to come here, but it's so cool to to have you here. So, yeah. you know, if, if we end up staying here another day, you know, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so. so for folks that don't know, when, when Julie's out riding, we're at the van passing out beers to people and we've been just doing some trail just pick up trash and stuff. And there isn't much, honestly, it's a pretty clean town. Um, but we'll pass out beers and just connect with people as we go and, and just, you know, get folks interested in what we're doing and for two for the trails and um, we're parking at all these trailheads. So it's been a great like adjustment and a great, you know, detour from uh, what we originally had planned and it's all for the better. And that's, that's really what I've learned on this trip is you got to rolling with the punches just honestly use usually ends up leading to a cooler cooler place anyway it's not not easy pill to swallow all the time just roll with it (laughs) you're gonna come out of this whole year a new total new person aren't you i really feel i already do feel like a new person like you know just the amount of dedicated training that i'd done like i would have never imagined like i started and i didn't specifically start training for this but i started my training plan in december okay so i've been like pushing since since then i've hit roadblocks with that and had to like almost kind of totally restart like you know illness injury like it is it's it's just how life goes and you start to realize that that the, it's it's never going to be perfect like you can make all these plans and then they're just gonna like get totally messed up and you're gonna have to do something different anyway so it's like it's like okay you know and I think I think having gone through that pretty much all year that's you know now it's like you know what happens tomorrow who knows but 
something's going to happen and it's going to be fun. So yeah, hey, there you go. So how do you, how do you think you're going to make plans differently moving forward? Because you know we're still trying to make a plan. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do anything different. Honestly, I think I'm just going to keep trying to trying to make plans and you know hope just for the with best. that asterisk of <laughs> yeah. like, hey, this could all just totally fall apart and that's okay. Pretty much, yeah. I think a lot of people are learning that this year. And a lot of the riders on this trip, I'm not throwing anybody on the bus, under the bus for anyone (laughs) listening, but a lot of them have admitted that they're a lot like super type A, really like things planned out. And then I would have never known it on the trip because they were so ready to just do whatever. And it was like really cool to hear from their family when we got in like, oh, they've been a totally different person on this trip because they're usually like, but now they're just kind of rolling with it. I'm like, I would have never known. It's really cool to see. I wonder what, you know, why it's bringing this out in people. I think probably just because we're just so excited to do something after all. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like, okay, well, we didn't do what we were planning, but at least we're still doing something, right? Like, that's cool. (laughs) There you go. I'll just bike up and down this road five times. (laughs) I'm happy with that. (laughs) That's awesome. So so what, anything planned for you moving forward after this adventure and anything you have on your horizon that you're looking forward to? Really looking forward to like taking a break from from riding for a little bit just because it's been very like mentally and physically taxing. I mean, it's been really good. I've made a lot of like strength gains and like just improved my skills and all that stuff. So it's been really awesome to see the changes. But at the same time, I think I just need a, a little rest. <laughs> so okay. probably take like a, a month or so off. And um, I'm hoping that, you know, I can start training for something next year. Again, in like December-ish, mm-hmm. so. What, do you have any other things, hobbies you like to do besides biking? I am a big gamer, so All I right. play computer games a lot. Okay. Um, usually that's, if I'm not like at the gym or riding my bike, I'm from down in the basement playing computer games, so um, that's another big hobby of mine, and I just like, I like being outside, so like gardening, walking the dogs, stuff like that, anything I can really do outside. You like to cook, too. I do love to cook, You you cooked us a meal the first night we got into town, which was, not going to lie, one of my favorite memories from the trip so far was just going and having a meal at someone's house. It had been so long since that had happened. It was really nice. Yeah, that's what I figured. I'm like, man, you guys have been on the road for like six weeks. Like, (laughs) Would you like a home-cooked meal? Oh, (laughs) my gosh. That was so nice of you. So thank you. Absolutely. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Big plans moving forward is just taking a break, maybe looking at December, more biking. Sorry to make you bike so much. Get ready for this. <laughs> I love it. It's okay. No, it's, I, I teach a sprint at the gym too. It's a hit oh, did, cycling class. I didn't class, know you so, taught that. Yeah. So I still will be doing that. Still riding, but, um, yeah, just the like the intense training and that like really scheduled thing is it's it's different. I've never done anything like that before in my life. So yeah. just having that every single day, you know, week, every single day, every month, like to, to think about and, yeah. you know, like to plan for it was. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I'm really proud of you and I'm glad that you were able to put it to use, not in the same way, but, you know, like you said. The opportunities that have arisen from this change, I think, are going to just be just as good, if not better, in the long run. And if 
things stuck to plan all the time. So, yeah, you know, maybe we'll have to go do that route at some point. I, I really do want to, or at least something similar, you know, like I definitely want to try it, but I mean, the gains are still, <laughs> the gains are still real. Like I yeah. definitely put in the work and made a lot of improvements and like, I wouldn't trade that for anything. So. Oh, awesome to hear. Well, I appreciate you jumping on when we asked and, and just being so committed to it. That's that's what we look for um, here at Athletic. That's what it takes, you know, to do just about everything we do from brewing the beer to doing adventures like this. But um, usually at the end of all these episodes, we ask uh, some rapid fire questions. Oh, all right. Yeah, actually, you can answer in like a sentence or two. It doesn't have to be one word, but I'll try to remember the top ones I usually ask because I usually have them up in front of me because oh. <laughs> I'm at home recording and got yeah. all my screens. But first one I usually ask is, what is your favorite peak or success? Maybe from, from an athletic point of view or, or personal point of view, and it can be, I know that's really vague, but it can be in like in the last last year maybe. I think getting certified and doing the training and becoming a, the sprint instructor, mm. that was something I'd sat on for like two years. And I was like, I don't know if I, oh, this is too long, isn't it? Oh, no, that's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just made the rules up. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> we can change them back like that. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, yeah. So it was something I had been, you know, sitting on and wanting to do for like two years. And I was like, I'm doing it. <laughs> and I signed up and I did it. And I, you have to do this like video to, you know, become a train, be, become certified. Mm-hmm. They have to like watch you teach. And like even just teaching was out of my comfort zone. Oh, so I was wow. like, all right, you know, but yeah. I passed and now I teach at the gym. And like that was just like the biggest confidence booster I could have, you know, oh. given myself. So that was just like, I think that's one of my proudest accomplishments. Do you enjoy it? I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. Oh, I love man. seeing like, people's faces when they are like done you know but then they do it again and like you know it's it's so cool it's so cool to see people push themselves when's your next class uh this saturday this this saturday (laughs) holy cow you got a couple days rest (laughs) you gotta get right back on it yeah you'll be telling them stories of of all week what happened (laughs) yeah i'm be a little tired but that's okay that's really cool so i think we touched on this a little bit and in, in, in honestly what you answered was a really cool answer but any any unique hobbies that you have that you don't share a lot with folks i know gaming was one i really like to collect cactus and succulents do you <laughs> yeah, okay that's kind of unique i guess i don't really share it with a lot of people but i do have a little collection at my house and they're really fun they're alive they are alive okay. <laughs> i have this jade tree that's like i got it from my friend's grandpa and it's like over 80 years old or something so it's pretty cool <laughs> oh that is awesome i don't know any anything health wise you do like on a daily basis anything you do to take care of yourself i really do just try to eat a lot of healthy food and then sleep like i'm a big sleep person i don't know how people don't sleep <laughs> you know that's got to be rough for some people but like i'm just like i'll go to bed at eight on a friday i don't care i'm tired wow. you know like hey that's you gotta that's do what you awesome. gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> well, then that's a huge health tip that people overlook is yeah. the recovery of sleep. Shoot, yeah, you can have an athletic. That's another thing about athletic. You know, it doesn't affect yes. your sleep. My sleep has improved so much since I stopped drinking. Oh, so really? That's why I love the beer because, yeah, alcohol just would be, like I just always wake up in the middle of the night at like three. 
If you drink. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. And it was I awful. definitely don't get quality sleep. Mm-mm. I usually don't feel well anyway when yeah. I go to sleep after drinking, no matter how much it is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's One or just two beers one. and I just don't feel great. Yeah. And going to sleep, you don't feel great. And it just, it, yeah, you can feel it that next morning big time. All right. So I, as to, to wrap it all up, what, what does it mean to you to live without compromise? Yeah, I think it just kind of means like what we're doing here is just living each day to its fullest. And it's all about the people you're with. It's all about, you know, the fun you're having. And, you know, sometimes it is hard work, but that allows you to do more and go farther. So, you know, there's definitely no compromising on any of the fun. There's no compromising on any of the good company that you have, you know. No compromise on good food. You should always, you should always like, you know, make the the things in your life the best that they can be. So. You you uh, we had a conversation about that about the food today, and I, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Why not make food the best it can be Heck every yeah. day? Heck yeah. Awesome. Well, Julie, thanks for joining today or tonight. I know you got to get going to bed soon. (laughs) But thanks for being on the show. And thanks for joining the trip. It's been a pleasure having you. I can't wait to see what the last day brings for us. It's going to be an adventure. That's guaranteed. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. First of all, thank you so much for listening. It means the world to us that you choose to listen to the show. If you'd like to help us further, you can leave a review on iTunes, share us with your friends, your family. It goes a long way to grow in the show. You can also support us financially through patreon.com slash adventure sports podcast. Link is in the show notes. And also, if you have an idea of who could be a good guest for the show, we're always looking for people to tell their story uh, about the outdoors or adventure. So if you know someone, please reach out. Email us at info at adventuresportspodcast.com. And until then, get out there and have some fun.